welcome to another episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where I talk about life, I talk about liberty, I talk about the pursuit of happiness, and yes, showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I'm happy to be here with you tonight as we go ahead and just talk about, I guess you could say the world's problems, because, you know, as I said a while back that it's funny how, you know, when we get these stories together and we get prepped for these shows and people always ask me, well, how you get material? How do you go ahead and you, you, you do your show? Well, I, I take notes and I do notes and all that, but there's always sometimes something gets thrown in the middle to where or in the, in the gears that you're going to have to go ahead and change up your programming a little bit. And that's what happened today. We're going to go ahead and talk about the Afghanistan issue and how politicians today are not respecting police because of ideology. Someone, a police officer was shot last Sunday and we're going to get to all that in a second, but I want to go ahead and thank everyone that's listening. Everyone that is watching, go ahead and like subscribe, you know, go check me out on Apple, Google, Spotify, all the rest of the platforms that are on there. You can go on my Facebook page, the Cajun conservative, and you can see all the platforms we're on. And, um, like I said, trying something out new tonight. Uh, we already had some hiccups, but guess what? We're getting it done. That's what it's all about. That's what we, we, we're getting it done. We're, we're trying to broaden our horizons, you could say, a little bit. So just want to go ahead and thank everybody that's along for the ride tonight. All right, so let's, let's go ahead and start off with, with this Afghanistan issue. So our, our president, uh, President Biden, went ahead and made the announcement that, hey, we're going to go ahead and start taking out troops. And according to the military brass, they were like, this is a bad idea, Mr. President. But Joe Biden, be, thinking for himself, said, listen, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to pull them out. And that the Afghan government is going to have to take care of their own business. Which... You know, I, I agree somewhat. Afghanistan at some point has to go ahead and take over their government. They're going to have to go ahead. But right now, that country is just still weak and America is still building. America is helping them out to build this country that they want to stay free. Well, of course, they start removing troops out. And guess who sticks their ugly head up? The Taliban. Then the Taliban started taking over Afghanistan and it starting to move towards the capital. This morning, the Afghanistan president flees the country, according to the EPEC Times. The Taliban insurgents took over the capital of Afghanistan. You know what our president is doing? Our president is sitting at Camp Davis having vacation because he, he must be tired. He must He's always tired, so it, it, we don't know what's, what the issue is right there, but... President Biden and his administration is nowhere to be, be found. Now, according to a lot of news articles in this week, the generals were telling Biden, please don't do this. Please, it's gonna, the Taliban is going to rise up. They're, they're in waiting for us to leave, sir. But no, he, I guess he had to keep a campaign promise or he had to do something to, 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 make, to show America, hey, I, I care for the troops. I want them back home. It, it just, this is sounding like, um, you know, uh, the Vietnam War all over again. Going over there and losing. President Trump 
did all he could to stop ISIS. He did all he could to stop the Taliban and to do right by these countries. But President Joe Biden wants to go ahead and stop. Now he's sending troops. You know, we got a couple of days. Uh, I think it was yesterday. He sent he sent 3,000 troops, and then yesterday he sent 5,000 more. It's kind of late. It's kind of late, audience. It's kind of late that this man, is, is our president that's supposed to be the commander-in-chief, is sending these people back. Now, I have issues with the president as you know if you listen to my show more than once you know that i don't agree 99 percent with the president there's sometimes i do agree with him there's no problem with that but to go ahead and to take out a troop when your military personnel is telling you don't do it now i think it was um president trump that went ahead and said i'm gonna start taking out of iraq even the same thing the military said look don't do it sir and look he pulled them out, but he didn't pull them out. Oof. He didn't take them all out in one shot. But President Biden, to go ahead and not to be outdone by President Trump, said, hey, I'm going to take everybody out of Afghanistan, it feels like. And this move is backfiring on the President of the United States. This is hurting the President right now. But it's just not this, folks. We've had, we talked last week of how President Biden and the whole Democrat Party is suffering because of their policies, because of their, their neglect, their neglected thinking. We're going to be talking about the infrastructure bill later on that the Democrats told the Republicans, hey, we're going to go ahead and not link the two infrastructure bills, but they did in the dark of night. So the Democrat Party is playing by their own rules. As I said, the Afghanistanian president flees the country. The Taliban enters uh, Kabul and the man surrender. They're telling the people right now, I'm pulling up the article by the Daily Mail, that they want, hey, they, they, they ran into this country and they want to do a peaceful uh, transfer of power. I never heard of a transfer of peaceful power, uh, transfer, a transfer, uh, transfer of peaceful power by storming into the Capitol and telling them, hey, you know, hey, y'all, y'all either surrender to us and give us the country, or we're going to kill y'all, are. we're going to kill y'all. That's, that's just the bottom line of it. The Taliban has declared a war in Afghanistan. The Taliban has declared the war in Afghanistan is over now and announced as Islamic State during the uh, Trumpetal speech from the presidential palace in Kabul, after military storms the capital and the country, president joins thousands of Afghanians nationals in mass exit. Folks, Afghanistan didn't really have that much of an army to begin with. Now, I don't know how true this is or if it, even if it is true. I wonder if they're using our weapons because it was, uh, it was reported that we were leaving all kinds of stuff there. We was leaving jeeps, we was leaving weapons, we was They've taken over Afghanistan. They're using something, folks. I, I just, hearing these stories, it makes me upset because, I, I you know, I was part of Culper's Canteen's Cup uh, podcast the other day, and that episode's going to be coming out, so be listening for that episode. Josh, Roger, and Luke, some great guys. I plan to have them on this platform, and we're going to go ahead and have a discussion on my show about current world events and talk about their time in the military and all kind of other stuff. When I get with them guys or I get with Nate or Scott, or all, I just love hanging out with them. But um, but these three men, Culper's Canteen Cup, Josh, Roger, and Luke, 
And then, then you have, look, even Scott Ford. Scott Ford was in the military. Now, I don't know if he served in Afghanistan. I don't know what, you know, what branch of the military he was in. But these men served our country, and some of them did serve in Iraq. And to see the, the, this country fall to his knees within a week after almost all our military is out. Look, we have everyone out of there. We, have, we don't have an ambassador there no more. They, they took it over the embassy. People, this was done in a week. It wasn't done within years. It was done in a week. They were sitting and waiting for our military to come out. And our brave men and women that went in there after 9-11 to go ahead and to stop the Taliban. Or I, if I was, in the, I was never in the military, I don't know how it feels, but to see a country that I fought to help liberate, I bet it's sickening to my stomach. I have not talked to Josh, I have not talked to Roger, and I have not talked to Luke about this particular um, incident or this news story. But my good friend Josh went ahead and wrote on Facebook something about it. Let me go ahead and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pull up. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to go ahead and pull up somebody that was in, um, in Afghanistan. Let me go ahead and find. Let's see. He's been posting a lot today, folks, but. Okay, I'm going to pull from the uh, culprits. If we should have to, if, should, if we should have to leave our. Beaches, uh, uh, bleaches of, bo- of bones on these desert sands in vain. Then beware of the anger of the legion. That was five hours ago. I'm trying to find, I think, I know I'm chopping up his statement right here, but I want to, I these are people that are, that was in the military. Anyway, I'm just going to go and say this. I, I think this is, Folks, this got to be sick, sickening to the stomach of veterans that served in Afghanistan that went ahead and freed it, and within a week it's taken over. I, look, it makes me sick to my stomach. You know how much money we spent in Afghanistan? You know how many lives were, were, were killed in Afghanistan for the freedom, and then President Biden goes ahead and just takes them out, and that's it? It's sad, folks. It, it, it's sad. It, as an American citizen, it's wrong to go ahead and go into a war and come out. Hey, we've been defeated after all. How many years we've been in Iraq? I think it's since 2001, almost 20 some years. Not Iraq, Afghanistan. And to go ahead within a week and lose it. Now, I don't know what these 5,000 troops or these three, well, altogether 8,000 troops are going to go ahead and fight. I'm not sure. But we're starting back from ground zero. It's like them building, like they were building a statue or they were building a building and all of a sudden, boop, it's been destroyed and you got to start rebuilding again. Folks, I don't know about you. I, and look, I'm, I, 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 I talk to a lot of people I, and I hear a lot of people. But to go ahead and to have this happen is a disgrace to America. And you know what? I'm going to lay it at the, the, the feet that it responsibly goes to. It is. Let me say this. It's at the leadership. I'm going to lay the groundwork. It's at the leadership. 
It's not because of President Trump. Biden can't play. Nobody in the administration, no Democrat can blame President Trump on this one. This, this is basically at the feet of President Biden. President Biden did this. President Biden gave up Afghanistan to the Taliban. Look, and I'm going to go and quote this. I'm going to quote this down blue in the face. The president of Afghanistan said, President Biden, we need y'all. Nope, y'all going to have to do it yourselves. Afghanistan general said the same thing. Hey, nope, y'all got to do it yourselves. Our general said, sir, it is wrong to leave right now. We need to stay there. Nope, y'all going to do it yourself. And like I said, this happened with Trump as well. Trump wanted to take, out, take people out of Iraq slowly. They wanted to crucify him. Because they said, look, we need to go. When Obama wanted to do, they said, look, if y'all withdraw troops right now, there's going to be a greater threat come up. Guess what happened? ISIS showed up. Folks, this is a disgrace to our country. And look, we're not even helping. My good friend, Matthew Amar, uh, Amar went ahead and just commented on it. I'm going to go ahead and show that up there. It's 5000 for evacuation uh, security. So you're telling me they're not even... <laughs> They're not even going to go there and fight. They're not going to go in there and take back the country. They're just going to leave Afghanistan to the Taliban. And as I said, Biden really don't care about this, folks. Biden is sitting in my, Camp Davis right now. Just, I don't know what he's doing. He might be on a hammock somewhere soaking up the sun. Folks, if this was President Trump, and that's why I'm going to bring this out right now. I'm going to close it. If this was President Trump and this was happening to him, the media would have been crucifying President Trump right now. President Trump even said something today. I think it was on the, the Washington Post or the, one of those news articles. Trump, Trump said he just gave Afghanistan away. You know, and look, we did it with Obama. I'm not going to hide the blame. We tell Obama golf too much. But every time Trump went on vacation, it's, you know, gas prices will go up two cents. Oh, my goodness, Trump, there's a crisis out here, and Trump ain't doing nothing. He's playing golf. There's a war going on in Afghanistan. There is a war going on in Afghanistan, and our president is sitting at, a, at Camp Davis having a vacation. He should be in a strategy room. He should be in a war room discussing with his generals, hey, how do we get back Afghanistan? He should address the American people and say, I made a mistake. But of course, Democrats don't make mistakes. Folks, this whole week, this is showing the leadership of our country. First off, with the border crisis, hey, that's a problem at the border. We're going to leave that alone right there. We're not going to go ahead and touch that. Now we got Afghanistan? That is that terrorists are taking over. And our president, the president of the United States, is probably worried about what flavor ice cream he's going to eat next. But you won't hear this from ABC, NBC, CBS. Folks, if you're if you're listening right now or you're watching on Facebook Live, you're you're probably I don't know if you hear that. You it's doubting you hearing this for the first time, but you're not hearing opinions like this. You're just hearing the media say how good Biden's doing on jobs. And see, that's under my skin, folks. Jobs. People, people were told, shut down your businesses. People are finally opening up their businesses and hiring people back. Oh, we got great job numbers. The unemployment going down. You serious? Are you serious? And, and look, 
People are not thinking about this. People, people are not putting the, well, yeah, there was a pandemic. Yeah, they did close uh, places down. Oh, you're right. They, they did. They're hiring back their people. Folks, this makes me so upset that I'm seeing what's happening in Afghanistan. Men and women died protecting that country. Men and women died to give them freedoms. Men and women died so we could be, to, to, to justify what happened at the Twin Towers. And this president said, we're going to give it back to them. They hardly have to fire a shot, folks. They're going into these towns and taking over. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast-fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. I want to go ahead and thank... I haven't done this in a while, so I'm going to go ahead and thank them right now. I want to thank Lanny Hayes, my dad, from the Hayes Dump Truck Service, for helping to provide what's going on here. You know, this trailer that we're in, where we do Brothers Just Searching in, and we do that when what we do the Cajun Conservative in, he goes ahead and he provides us a location. He goes ahead and pays the electricity and he pays the water bill. And he says, look, do this for the glory of God. And look, I'm talking politics here, folks. But I give honor and glory to my king, King Jesus. And I tell people how I feel, you know, politically about something. And I look through through the eyes of a Christian. I learned, a long, I learned about a year ago that my political party don't shape what I believe. My belief shaped my political uh, my political views. It's because of the Bible that I go ahead and say I'm against abortion, other things, and that's why I'm here. And look, brothers, just searching. We share the gospel. We teach people about the Bible. Go ahead and check out brothers, just searching on Facebook, and on you know on on Google, uh, Google, Spotify, and YouTube, and Apple. All these great great ways we're getting the message out of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And look, guys, I, I you know I want to thank my parents, my mom, and my dad, uh, and Hayes's dump truck service for what they do. I also want to thank my uncle Eric Hayes. Eric is uh, that was the intro of one of his songs, "Hold On to the Light." He allows me to use that, and he he wants the gospel going out as well, and he wants things to be done here that's explode that ex, that is telling the truth about what's going on. So I want to go ahead and thank them individuals. And look, there's a lot of other people I can give thanks to. And I just want to thank everyone. I want to thank everyone that is watching on Facebook Live right now. Look, I went on Facebook early. I said, look, we're going to go ahead and we're going to try something different. And we got some great things coming up, folks. We got some, I got an interview coming up, you know, with Greg Locke. We, that's probably, there's going to be audio. But hopefully later on, I can get guests on here where we can see them and we can talk to them. And that you can hear their opinion. You know, we did a Facebook Live the other day with Nate Savage. 
and we, we're planning something pretty soon with Nate, myself, with Scott, with Lauren Collins from I Just Gotta Say Something. We even might try to get uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Harper on here. Who knows? We just got some great things lined up. So I want to thank everyone for listening and just thank for what you're doing. So, so I, that happened this week with Afghanistan. It's going back to the first segment and talking about um, about about the withdrawals and everything like that. This is hurting our country. But folks, we had something else happen, and we had a lot of stuff happen this week. I love weeks like this where every day I'm getting a news story, and I even thought about doing a bonus episode, and unfortunately, I just couldn't find the time. But it, it, it gives me a good, impactful show. I want to go ahead and talk about something that happened early in the week. And I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to explain to you why I believe this event happened. Because a lot of people are talking about this and how sad this event was. And it was sad, folks. It was sad that somebody in blue passed on. In Chicago last week, they had two officers that went ahead and did a routine traffic stop. And these these officers didn't know what was going to happen that day, but if you, if you looked at... If you looked at the um the camera and you you read the reports they 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 went ahead and stopped these people because of I think expired tax. And these officers went up to the vehicle. And one officer when they got there they started talking with him or whatnot. The the suspects pulled out firearms. And shot at these two officers. One of these officers was Ella French. That she was shot between the eyes. And the other officer. I'm trying to pick up their names right now. Went ahead and got shot. And he was in intensive care. Now folks. This is a sad story. The suspects drove off. The cops picked them up. They were apparently in the hospital. Now, all the stories were like uh, Lori Lightfoot from Chicago went to the hospital to see these um, these officers. But all the police force that was there protecting them turned their backs on Lori Lightfoot. So I want to ask the question, why did they turn their back on Lori Lightfoot? Because Lori Lightfoot has not been for the blue since she started being mayor of Chicago. Miss Ella French was shot because of ide- uh, from, from wrong ideology. She was shot because of the, the, the defund the police movement. That Lori Lightfoot and other politicians have been pushing. Why do I say that, folks? Because when George Floyd was what, passed away or murdered, whatever way you want to put it, I believe that a man is innocent. He's proven guilty. He went to trial. I have my personal opinions on the trial of George Floyd. But when the end of the day, he was charged with murder. He's sitting in a jail and rotting in prison for a choice that he made. Well, not he made because he, uh, yeah, Derek Chauvin, correction. Derek Chauvin sitting in a jail cell right now because of things 
he made he made a decision to do. But since that, we've had riots, we had pillaging, we had vandalism, we had all that, and we had politicians or uh, Alexander Ocasio Cortez, uh, Lori Lightfoot, uh, even our president talked about, hey, we need to do something with the police department, defund them, or do something of that nature. And for for a year now, a year and something, we've been hearing people. And politicians talking about defunding the police and how bad police officers are. To where now that some of these cities, Minneapolis, Seattle, and all these places, have went, they, they, they went ahead and defunded their police departments. And of course, you know what happened? Crime went up. Oh my goodness, why did that happen? We just cut half our police force. I wonder why this crime's going up. The crime went up. The 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 police the people the police policemen were starting to retire because they were pushing that police officers were bad, while at the same time having their private bodyguards with with firearms on their side. So we we're, we're going into the we, we this whole year year and a half. We were told that police officers were bad. And when an event like this happens where thugs, I'm not going to call them by their names. I'm not going to give them any publicity. I'm going to call them what they are, thugs. Sitting in a car. Now, we, now, like I said, they had expired license plates. We don't know what they were doing in that car. They had firearms in there. But these thugs saw cops stopped on the side of the road and shot these officers. They went ahead and shot these officers. Now, folks, I'm going to say this. People might get mad at me. I think it's how you're raised because I was raised to respect law enforcement officers. I have friends that are law enforcement officers. I had a law enforcement officer sit in this studio and I interviewed him about talking about respect and upholding authority. But these, these thugs had guns, and shot these officers and ran off. I bet they didn't even have remorse for what they did. Killing a mother of two, I believe. And then, going back to what I was saying, I believe it's how they were raised. There's a, I think it was TikTok or Facebook Live, one of them. The mother goes off, oh, they only have one side of the story. Ma'am, your sons, or at least one of your sons, shot a police officer. And the other one had to injure the other police officer. There is no other side of this story. Your sons decide to pull a gun out on police officers and shoot them. There is no other side of the story. But this woman wanted to see her sons. And this is, I'm going to give credit to where credit's due. Mr. Nate Savage, Savage 5050 on YouTube. Go check him out. Showed a video of this woman running into a hospital, getting tackled by police officers and still not not respecting the police officer, telling them to get out. I want to see my babies. I want to see my babies. Look, in the state of Louisiana, you have to be 21 to carry a, a handgun. 18 years old to hold a long rifle. Ma'am, your sons ain't babies. They're thugs. I don't know how old they were, but they're thugs. And you have Lori Lightfoot running out there, not remembering the police officer's names. She was talking about a speech. She called her Ella Frankston. 
What does Frankenstein and French have to do? This woman does not, don't even know her own police force. Who's been shot? But going around and preaching that the police officers are bad. What do you think is going to happen, folks? What you going to think happens when you, you, when you tell something's bad? Or that you, you, you tell these certain group of people that they're the victims of everything. Now, of course, you didn't hear nothing from Black Lives Matter condoning the shooting of Miss Ella French. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't hear that much. I heard it from Fox News and Daily Wire, Daily Caller, and all the conservative news outlets. But to go ahead and to to go ahead and to just you know, hey, let's forget about this. Let's forget about this woman. Let's let's go talk about other things. Let's talk about Trump. The media don't want to highlight this, folks. You know why? It goes against the agenda of the left. It goes against the agenda of the left because you see, the left wants to go ahead and they want to do a military style police force. Obama had this idea from when he was in office. There's a video out there of by of uh, Obama saying, "Hey, we need to have a police, the police, the police." I'm thinking about that, folks. I'm sorry, but that sounded like more of a socialistic government. Let's go look at the communistic countries out there: Russia, China, North Korea. You know what they all have? Military police, and the people cannot do what they want. See, the police departments and the sheriff's departments of this country are elected. Their leaders are elected. And they're run by the people, not the federal government. Now, of course, now, of course, you know, they get funds, then they get, they get, you know, they get things from the government. I'm not going to say that, but they're not run, they're supposed to not be run by the federal government. Folks, this is a lack of authority. This is a lack of this is an this is a, a lack of understanding authority by policemen. Now, like I said, and I'm gonna call them what they are, they're thugs. When a when a person, I don't care if you're man, white, I mean man, woman, white, black, I don't care what color, I don't care what gender, I don't care what you are. To go ahead and think, hey, it's all right to shoot a, another human being. For 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 for, ta- for expired tags, they had to be doing something else apparently. But folks, then look, I, I like how these police officers did this. I'm not trying to, you know, lack uh, tell tell police officers to to not uphold to their commanding officers or their. Uh, it just makes me upset, folks, that you we have. We we have a, a system, we have people in leadership that will go ahead and preach defund the police. Like I said, these officers that was at the hospital, I commend them for what they did. They went ahead and they turned their back on Miss Lightfoot. Because why? They, she don't respect them. How how you expect someone to respect you? 
folks, this is sad of what's going on in this country. And like I said, look, Miss Elephant, yeah, they did, they did promote it on. They, they, well, hey, they had a shooting in Chicago of a cop this week, but nothing, nothing, to my knowledge, nothing extreme. Now, if the other story was around that a cop shot a person of a particular, a particular skin color, oh, it would have been all over the news. It would have been all over the media. It would have been all over. It would just been all over the and look, hey, just not one or two times. It would have been multiple times, folks. This would have lasted multiple weeks if it was the opposite round of of a, a white cop shooting a black person, unarmed black person, or if it, something that fit their agenda. On this radio program, well, this podcast and this Facebook live show, I'm going to go ahead and give you know respect. To Miss Ella French. She did pass on, and it is a sad thing that an officer had to get shot in that, that way or form. I, the cops, it's bad whenever a cop gets shot, but when two thugs think they're better than everybody else and they're a victim. Folks, this is this is sad beyond belief. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a God on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. So I'm going to go ahead and thank my wife for a second. You know, if, you, if you've if seen um, the interview I did with Mr. Nate Savage from Savage 5050 on YouTube, um, I didn't have a lot of this stuff in the back of me. You see right here? I got a, um, over my shoulder, I got some, I got a new uh, flag with all the states on it. And I want to thank my wife for that. Uh, love her to death. She's a blessing to me. Someone told me that today, and I just want to give her a shout-out and all my kids, everyone that has helped me out through this stuff. It's just amazing. So, all right. So, as I said, we had a lot of stories this week, and I'm going to try to cram two of the most important s- stories of this week into this one segment. And, look, I, I know I went long. Or I stuck to one, one uh, subject in the first and second segment. Because I believe both these stories, excuse me, show what the Democrats are doing. 
The Democrats are, they put, wherever they put their hands to, and I'm talking about leadership, I always say a disclaimer, because I know some, I have some friends that are Democrats, or have left, that has a left thought, a left thinking process, if you say, or think towards more to the left. Those are more moderates. And there's some good people. But in Afghanistan, we have a president that said, hey, to fulfill apparently a campaign promise or something, I'm just going to go ahead and pull them out. And Afghanistan's like, yes. I mean, the Taliban said, yes, this is what we're waiting on. It shows the incompetence of this president. Because now he remember, he was supposed to be transparent. He was supposed to listen to all sides of the issue before he makes a decision. But his leadership tells him, nope, don't do that. And guess what they do? He, he, guess what he does? I'm going to do totally opposite of what they said. Now, you know, and, and just defund the police. Like I said, unfortunately, Miss Ella Fresh died because of a, of, a, of, a, uh, of a thought that police are all bad and white cops are racist. And not all of them are that, like that. Look, there's a story floating around there of a lady that said she was, her house was raided for something. And all the cops were being mean and, and they were tearing up stuff. And she said Miss Ellis French was the only one to go ahead and to treat her with some type of respect. Now, I'm not saying all, all cops are bad. I'm not saying all cops are good either. Cause there, look, there's a couple of worms in the apple barrel. I'm just saying. But majority of police officers are good. And this woman was one of the, one of the greatest police officers in Chicago. Fallen by, fallen by the hands of thugs that probably thought, hey, I'm the victim and cops hate me because of the color of my skin. And they should be defunded. That ideology is what killed Ella French. That's just a recap of segment one and two. But it's just showing the incompetence of our politicians today. Talking about politicians, I'm just not going to go ahead and bash uh, I'm just not going to go ahead and bash Democrats today, my fellow conservatives. Because early in the week, and this happened both on the same day, mind you. The Senate passes the largest infrastructure package in decades. Over a dozen Republicans vote in favor. Favor. So this was the $1.5 trillion package. $1.2 correction package that passed this week and 19 Republicans went ahead and voted for this thing. Now I have heard politicians. I have heard radio hosts. I have heard Fox news. I've heard all of them say what's in this bill. There's a bill. There's a, there's something in this bill to pay for a study to see if a gas tax would work. Now, according to Mr. Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, and unfortunately my U.S. Senator, said, no, 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 there's no bill like that, no, when he was on Kill Radio early in the week. But the, 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 the host of the Kill Radio program that he was on said, yes, sir, Mr. Cassidy, we're reading right from this bill. So Bill Cassidy was one of these people that voted for this, and he never hid. He never hid this. Now you can imagine who else was there. You had Lisa Mikowski, you know Mitt Romney. They were all in favor for this bill. 
Susan Collins from Maine. They were all in favor for this. But one of the lies they spewed out was that this bill was not connected to the $3.5 trillion bill. This bill was not tied in in no way, shape, or form. If, According to Bill Cassidy, that they were going to pass the $1.2 trillion bill. The trillion, yeah, the one point two trillion dollar bill, but they wasn't. They they're not. They weren't going to pass. They're not going to even touch the three point five because that's green energy and that's green this. After they passed the Senate, it went to the House, and Nancy Pelosi said, "We're not going to go ahead and pass this one point two trillion dollar infrastructure bill until the three point five billion dollar package is passed." And of course. This bipartisan, this this great bipartisanism that we've shown to have with the Democrats and the Republicans were very short-lived because right after it passed, the, 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 the majority Senate leader, Chuck Schumer, said, now we got to pass the $3.5 trillion bill. And Nancy Pelosi saying she ain't going to pass the $1.2 until the $3.5 is passed. The reason being, and I heard this from... Ben Shapiro and Moon Gaffan and a lot of other people. This this bill wasn't supposed to be linked. According to Bill Cassidy and the other rhinos that are out there. But apparently they are. If I'm not mistaken, Congress can't pass the $1.2 trillion until the $3.5 pass because they're going to link it up together. And they're going to make it one big happy package family. Folks. The Republicans were fooled yet again. I never seen a political party so so play so much the fool as the Republicans. Bill Cassidy said he read this twenty seven thousand page um bill. His staff read it, but apparently he didn't read it too well. If he he probably read a summary. Now my other senator, Bill uh, John Kennedy, said that both these bills combined is going to be about five trillion to six trillion dollars more in debt. I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the Republicans, because these Republicans were weak kneed spineless rhinos. It's obvious of what they're doing. You see, folks, Bill Cassidy isn't originally from Louisiana. He runs as a conservative, but he's not really a conservative. There are sources out there that I'm hearing from through local news media and local radio hosts say how Bill Cassidy said he ain't running again. So his true colors are coming out, folks. His true colors are coming out. I've been talking about Bill Cassidy ever since the election. I'm sorry. I wasted my vote. I wasted my vote because I was one that voted for Bill Cassidy. But Bill Cassidy ran on the coattails of Donald Trump. He was saying, I'm Donald Trump's guy on health care. I'm Donald Trump's guy on, 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 on any issue Donald Trump calls me. But when what Bill Cassidy failed to realize when Donald Trump needed him the most, he went ahead and, oh, nope, sorry, Trump went ahead and caused the insurrection, so I got to vote him out. When he was saying, hey, this is unconstitutional what we're doing to Donald Trump. But hey, I'm going to vote to impeach him anyway. Folks, if you're from the state of Louisiana where a lot of people are listening and watching are from, you have to be sick to your stomach. You have to be sick to your stomach to see this. 
that a, a, a representative that we sent to Washington to represent us, Louisiana, is voting like a left-wing nut. If that was the case, we should have just kept Larry Landry in there years ago when Bill Cassidy first ran. <gasps> Isaac, no, Bill Cassidy ain't like Mary Landrew. Really? If you think like that, you're a couple of fries short of a Happy Meal. Mary Landrew voted for every left-wing policy out there. Now, right now, Bill Cassidy's doing it. I can hear the people that are defending Bill Cassidy. Isaac is only a few bills. Yeah, the bills that he's voting in our favor don't mean nothing. But the ones, the impeachment bill, this infrastructure bill, and every other bill that is big, he has voted with the left. Bill Cassidy is not a conservative, folks. He is a left-wing rhino. But according to Bill Cassidy, this bill was bipartisan. And this bill is going to bring thousands and thousands of jobs to Louisiana. Hogwash. I hope they don't do like they do with roads here in Louisiana. Our legislation has voted for more taxes to build roads. Every two years a year, every year when they have a session, it's we're going to build roads. We're going to build roads. We're going to build roads. Just give us more money. And when we ask, where's the money go? We don't know. We build build roads. No, you didn't. This infrastructure bill is not helping nobody. And I'm going to go ahead and switch over to the Democrats right now. Because, look, the Republicans were fools to believe the Democrat Party. Because every time the Democrats say, hey, you know, this is going to be good for Republicans. They need to watch out. The, the, the Democrats, oh, we're not going to link this bill together. We're not going to go ahead. Hey, you know, that's a separate old bill. But now we find out that they're linked. Folks, they lie. Now every politician lies. I'm not going to go ahead and say they don't. But this was a lie, a lie that has caused is going to cost Americans more and more like one of these these lies that, oh, wait, this is all paid for. This is the Democrats and the Republicans, by the way. Oh, it's all paid for. It's not paid for. According to John Kennedy and Rand Paul and other senators that have looked at this bill, say it's going to cost it's going to put us more into debt to three to five billion dollars. Oh, but according to the Democrat Party, that's just a drop in the bucket. Folks, this infrastructure bill is not helping Louisiana. It's not helping Utah. It's not helping Tennessee. It's not helping Kentucky. It's not helping Ohio. It's not helping Illinois. It's not help. It's putting us more into debt. Debt. Dan Bongino said there's a study in that there's something in that bill to look at weeds on the side of the road and see how we can stop them. Go buy a $5 gallon of, of a $5 one gallon bucket of Roundup and spray it on there. Oh, that's going to, that's going to hurt the environment. I, I haven't seen more pork in a bill than this bill right here. It's sad, folks. It's sad that, that our government, and like I said, it is the conservatives as well, all the rhinos. But you can't call them conservatives. Moving on now, I got one more I want to go ahead and talk about. And I say it for last because in reality, the, the only reason I'm talking about this is because it surprised me, folks. It surprised me. And, and, and I have a theory on why they did this because, you see, the infrastructure bill passed the same day. And I was all over the news that 
that the infrastructure bill passed and they was having news networks debate about it and it wasn't good for the country or was it? Then all of a sudden, ba-da-da-bam-bam, breaking news. Andrew Cuomo, the, the governor, soon to be former governor of New York, resigns because of the sexual harassment investigation showing 11 women that, that he sexually assaulted 11 women. And he comes out and he says, I'm taking, I'm taking my, you know, I'm taking my, I'm, in, I'm paraphrasing, in Cajun layman terms, I'm taking my lick. I was responsible for doing that. But, you know, I didn't think kissing and hugging and was bad. You know, I didn't think grabbing a woman's rear end was bad. You know, I just, I do that all the time, he said. So I don't know why they're mad at me. for take, he, So he's taking the blame for something he did, but explaining why it isn't his fault. Now, anyone that is listening right now will probably say, Isaac, that's a typical Democrat. Ding, 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 ding. If you have said that or you thought that, you're getting educated. Because Democrats always do that. Oh, you know... I did pass that bill, and it did hurt the country, but in reality, it wasn't my fault. You know, it was this one, and that one, and that one, and that one. So Andrew Cuomo went ahead and went ahead and resigned. And look, folks, this is a blemish on his record. Sexually assaulting 11 women. Now, folks, I hope this don't stop the other investigations that are going on with Andrew Cuomo. Now, you might be thinking, what other investigations? Andrew Cuomo went ahead and sent people into nursing homes with COVID-19 and multiple people died in nursing homes. <gasps> no, CNN didn't say that. MSNBC didn't say that. CBS didn't say that. Yeah, they did for like two seconds. I know CNN didn't say it because Chris Cuomo said, I'm, uh, nope, that's, I'm advising my brother. I'm doing this. I'm not going to talk about that. Folks. I honestly think, okay, it's kind of funny how this all happened. Why the infrastructure bill? Because the whole, sh- the whole, the whole news day went separate. It went, it went totally, it went totally left field because they were all talking about the infrastructure bill. If it was good for the American people, if it, and then all of a sudden, Cuomo resigns. <gasps> hey, heck on the infrastructure bill. We're going to talk about Chris Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo. Now, I never thought I would hear a president say this as I'm about to wrap up. Biden said he respects Cuomo's decision to resign. Says a disgraced governor did a hell of a job as governor. Wait, what? Now, if that was, if that was Donald Trump, because he was the latest Republican president. If that was Donald Trump making that statement, I think every media network would have went off the rails. Every media, Donald Trump just condoned a, a sex offender, a sexual harassment. Oh my goodness. This is breaking news from CNN newsroom. Donald Trump said he respects a, a, a sex pervert, a sex offender. But Biden doesn't, and oh, look at that, man. Biden, Biden knows he did wrong, but he respects the governor. Folks, this is, 
This is hard. A president doing this? This is the, this is disgraceful. My theory, like I said, is they did this to hide what happened in the infrastructure bill. Because, look, I was following it. So, I, you know, to do this program and to do this podcast, I have to go ahead and kind of keep up what's going on. But for a president to say he respects him and then nothing to be said about it. but And then all of a sudden, like I said, the infrastructure stuff was now, like I said, I follow it. So I kept in tabs, but they kept on fighting for the $3.5 trillion bill to pass the resolution to get it to go into debate. It hit it. Now, this did bring up a story because I forgot about that while talking about the infrastructure bill. Joe Manchin said, I don't know if I'm going to vote for it. $3.5 trillion bill has a lot of stuff in it that I don't agree with. Joe Manchin's in a moderate slash Republican area. He's considered a moderate. And now they all, well, Joe Manchin passed the bill. And then you had House House representatives out of Democrats wrote a letter to Nancy Pelosi saying, we don't like it. <gasps> That's when it came back in the story. See, Democrats are crossing the line to Republicans. That's forbidden. See, Republicans do can do it, but Republican, uh, Democrats can't do it. But Andrew, like I said, this all came out on the same day, folks. I believe this was the hide, what was going on. But like I said, Andrew Cuomo still got a lot of things to, to answer for. Now, I, uh, me personally, I saw this, and people were like, he needs to resign. What were they, are they going to do? I said he ain't going to resign. Nothing's going to happen to him. I was wrong. Now, he was facing an impeachment trial after this, and even Democrats didn't like him because they're Democrats in New York that don't like Andrew Cuomo. But when this happened, I was surprised. But like I said, look, he, hey, he's out now. Let's, let's keep an eye on the prize. Let's watch these 19 Republicans that did us wrong. And let's not worry about Andrew Cuomo's sexual scandals no more. He's done away with it. We're going to see what happens. But I want to go ahead and say this. Y'all are one of the greatest audience in the world. And unfortunately, I have to end my time here with y'all this week. But be listening for next week's show. It's going to be a doozy, I promise you. I want to thank y'all for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. If Again, if you have not yet, hit that subscribe button. I'm on Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook Live. I'm on Facebook at the Cajun Conservative. Go ahead and hit that like button. And send me a message on the Cajun Conservative 5 at gmail.com. You can also send me a message on this Facebook page. Until next week, you be blessed, you be encouraged. Remember, Jesus is still king. He's coming back. Are you ready? If not, email me. I'll tell you how to get ready. Until next week, bye-bye.